You are listening to Policing Matters on PoliceOne.com, and I'm your host, Jim Dudley. Well, you may have heard that property crime is rampant in San Francisco. You may have seen the viral video of the mass suspect astride his bicycle deep down an aisle of a retail drugstore, corralling armloads of expensive makeup and sundries into a large plastic garbage bag on the bicycle handlebars of his bike that he has midway through this drugstore. Well, there's a security officer in the frame and you think, all right, this is gonna happen. And the security guard takes a picture or a video of this happening. And he does make a a swipe at the bag as this guy uh, rides out of the store, misses. And so this guy essentially rides down this aisle of a drugstore out the front door with this gigantic bag of merchandise. Well, today, Erica Sandberg is the nation's top consumer finance expert and freelance journalist. Her work is published in a wide variety of outlets, including U.S. News and World Report, Experian, and Card Rates. The San Francisco Chronicle selected Erica to pen her astute observations about economics and urban living for San Francisco Gates City Bright Section. An experienced TV and radio media host, Erica has led many financial programs, including Adventures in Money and her new video podcast, Making It in San Francisco. She's been a guest on virtually every national news show from Fox to CNN. Erica's groundbreaking book, Expecting Money, the Essential Financial Plan for New and Growing Families is an important read. Well, welcome to Policing Matters, Erica Sandberg. Thank you so much for having me. Well, you you know, we've talked for the last few years about what's going on in San Francisco and a lot of cities on the West Coast. And, you know, maybe our listeners are thinking, hey, it's just a San Francisco or a West Coast thing. But, uh, you know, I see the sprouts of what started here in San Francisco in the Midwest, in the Chicago, all the way to the East Coast, to the Baltimore's and New York's. You're primarily an economics and financial expert, but over the past few years, you've moved on to examining financial and economic impact on crime, blight, and the drug problems in San Francisco and across the nation. Why this expansion into crime? Uh, I'm passionate about my city, my state, and my country. And what I have seen over the past I would say five to six years, and it's gotten progressively worse, it's really ramping up, um, is an erosion of safety, of quality of life, and of business. And it's complete tragedy. And it's definitely not here. I mean, we here in San Francisco, you know, we're, we're sort of, we've become the laughing stock when it comes to these issues, one of them anyway. Um, but it's it really is spreading up all over the country. And it's something that we real, we all need to be aware of. So the property crime, particularly uh, retail theft, is out of control in San Francisco and in the Bay Area here in California. How did we get to here? Oh, gosh, you know, about, I would say about five years ago, I think it was about five years ago, I wrote a story for National Review about Proposition 47 and Proposition 57, which was sort of in, uh, encompassed in that, which... I think you probably covered in, in different podcasts uh, in different episodes, but it really sparked the change in California, which took crimes that used to be felonies and then it eroded them so that they were just misdemeanors, meaning they have almost no weight. So once that was enacted, 
sounded great, right? We don't get to put so many people in prison and so we stop the prison, the, the school to prison pipeline and you know, you name it, we've, we've got to stop mass incarceration. It can sound very, very lovely and, and everything like that. But unfortunately what it has resulted in is just crime, property crime off the charts. It is um, every month, it seems like it gets worse. And the reason is the word is out. The word is out. Hey, you can go into any store and take what you want up to $950. Not just once, but over time. Today, tomorrow, the next day, it's very profitable. And what are the repercussions? Clearly not much. So to our listeners who might not know what uh, Prop 47 and 57 are, they did change uh, most drugs, almost certainly all drug felonies to personal possession amounts being misdemeanors. So you're right there. And so we lost the hammer of making that felony arrest and compelling people to get into treatment. And so now these guys are looking at maybe three months in jail and they're saying, hey, go ahead, take me to trial. And of course that doesn't happen. And then you've got the, we've raised the amount from $400 to $950 to go from a petty theft to a grand theft or a felony theft. That's contributory. We've got the decriminalization uh, agenda, and we have one of the most, if not the most, liberal district attorneys in San Francisco. LA has one. Uh, other cities, uh, some of the ones that I mentioned in the mid Midwest and the East, have their own liberal um minded DAs who don't believe in incarceration, don't believe in punishment. They believe more in rehabilitation and uh, the community having a hand in, in this rehabilitation. Is that part of the problem? It absolutely is part of, a, of the problem. You've got a DA who's soft on crime, who he, he, he has actually been quite clear about not wanting to prosecute people. And that includes serious offenses. That includes people who are selling drugs um, on the street that are lethal. These are toxic substances that are killing people right, left, and center. If we are, if we maintain this, uh, our track right now, we will lose over a thousand people in San Francisco alone to fatal drug overdoses from the people who are selling these substances on the street without any repercussions whatsoever. Our DA has said, "I'm, I, I'm not going to do it. These are these are petty." petty crimes, and it will only hurt. So you look at this, the impact on the community, and the community has suffered, not just individually, not just families and um, individuals walking around, but entire downtown city centers. It changes the makeup and the, the sense of safety in a very valuable area, these commercial districts. People don't want to start businesses. They can't keep up their businesses. They flee. You end up with blight. It is so corrosive. So it, it is really key when you are sitting at home where wherever you are to really take a look at what is it that your own DA is doing? What is his or her uh, uh, philosophy? about these crimes. What is, how are, how are these crimes prosecuted? Do people go, or do people have any sort of meaningful repercussions or are they just let go? Because if it's going in that direction in your area, be forewarned. These are very difficult times that are, that are going to be, uh, you will be experiencing soon. Well, again, we've come to this sort of confluence of 
the, the law changes, the decriminalization policies, the harm reduction policies, and, and maybe by a reluctance by a district attorney to move forward. I don't think it's a lack of police uh, arrests. Police make the arrest, they, they take them to the district attorney for prosecution. And I've heard that uh, for thefts, that uh, the individual has to have at least three to be bundled to proceed forward to be charged. Have you heard that? I have heard that. I have heard that. But even that seems fairly weak. And um, I walk around with our police officers. I try and do it as often as possible just to get there. I'm like, what are they going through? And, you know, they, they do try to put a brave face on like, yes, we're arresting, you know, right. and we're doing our part. And we does, it doesn't we try not to get bothered by the fact that chances are this person's going to be back on the street in five minutes. But it's got to get to them. You know, I. I can't imagine seeing almost zero impact on your community that you are tasked with protecting. You mm -hmm. are tasked with protecting innocent people. And what really bothers me, Jim, is that people say, well, some of the, some of the background about this is these are victimless crimes. And um, they, really don't, they really don't impact people that much. But the fact is, imagine being a shopkeeper and having this happen to you over and over again and having zero control. You feel, I, I've talked to so many people, they, they truly feel abused. They mm. feel abused, they, they're scared. It's a terrifying experience to have, have some people come in and rob you blind. Um, mm. Customers are reluctant to go in, they're nervous. It is violent. They may not hit you over the head with a bat or put a gun in your face, but it's violent. These are mm -hmm. these are episodes mm -hmm. of, of violent activity. And to call it anything but that is wrong. And it's 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 really disrespectful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, this this seems like the the microcosm of the social experiment that we're seeing across the nation in defunding police agencies, um, hard to recruit officers to, to bring departments up to full staff. And then um, you've got, uh, we're, we're focusing on retail thefts, but clearly burglaries and auto thefts, other property crimes are up as well. What's the answer? What, what's gonna be the answer here? Well, the answer is first, let's be truthful. You know, don't let your government lie to you, which sounds like this big conspiracy theory, but, and I'm not, it really is just like, trust your eyes. Trust your sense of your, your senses. If it seems like there is a um, an atmosphere of violence, it probably is. If you see people selling drugs on the street and people collapsed, it's because there are major issues going on. If your car is broken into constantly, if you don't feel comfortable walking around at night or even during the day, trust that. There's a reason for it. And, and there's this amazing book. I don't know if you've ever read it. It's called um, the, the Gift of Fear. Um, have you ever heard of it? No. Uh, oh, it's so good. Um, because what it really says is trust your senses. There's a reason. It's not, it's not just gut. You're looking at lots of different um, information that's coming at you. The statistics and the data are great when they're good. They're useless when they're not. Right. And so any kind of policy that is going to be enacted based on bad numbers, it just makes the public feel like it's so distrusting. So at this stage, we really have got to rely on, on what we see here, smell, taste, and touch. 
Right. I mean, you're talking about anecdotal sort of evidence. Um, we've had city leaders. We've had our own mayor, our own police chief. We've had the governor of California come out and say, hey, this is all an illusion. Nothing <laughs> to see here. In fact, but crime is down. Crime is down. But, you know, the data says, well, there are not a, t a ton of reported thefts. But really, when it does get to the, you know, it's going to be a misdemeanor level or, you know, nothing's going to happen. Uh, there's a reluctance to even make that report. And clearly yeah. retail is getting pummeled and they're not reporting every theft, I can imagine. Not at all. They're not reporting every theft. Um, right, just a regular person walking down the street who has been assaulted isn't reporting it necessarily. Your car being broken into, I've got to suspect at this point, at least 75% of the people just go. Well, it's the new normal. Yeah, yeah. It really is a matter of being super conscious about what is going on and trusting yourself, trusting your neighbors, talking amongst yourselves, mm -hmm. right? And just Having a, having an, a sensible skepticism. Absolutely. It's going to be important. <laughs> I want to get into the fact of, is this just a San Francisco problem or is it a regional problem or how big? But first, I want to thank our sponsor. We'll be right back. PoliceOne.com is the number one resource for your up-to-the-minute law enforcement news, training, and incident analysis. Our mission is to provide you with the information you need to better protect your communities and your safety. Becoming a Police One member is quick, easy, and free. Once registered, you will receive access to secure law enforcement-only training and video tips, articles and sections, and a subscription to our award-winning law enforcement newsletters. Go to policeone.com forward slash registration to sign up today. That's policeone, the number one, dot com forward slash registration. And we're back and I'm speaking to economics and financial expert Erica Sandberg on organized and rampant retail theft in California, the Bay Area. And is it spreading? Is it a local phenomena. We just saw a report from the United Kingdom that they're starting to experience these kinds of thefts where multiple people run into a retail store and run out with armloads of merchandise. And I guess it's a, you know, try and catch one of us, but there's a lot of us. I, I mean, is it now something that we've seen spread across America and it's in the UK? Yeah, well, these kind of crimes have always been, right? There's never been a time when there hasn't been some sort of retail crime. Are we seeing a ramping up of it? Absolutely. And part of the reason, not just in San Francisco or California, but throughout the country and, the, and now the world, it sounds like, um, is because there's a change in the way we view these crimes. Mm -hmm. um, it is a, just a different philosophy, which is, are we more accepting of them, do we do we grant people more latitude when they when we say, well, you know, it's uh, times are tough. Right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> These people are stealing from bread for bread and to feed their families. Um, and when put that way, you can you can certainly start to kind of shrug and say, well, you know what, I get it. You know, these are these are desperate people looking you know for desperate sure. measures. And if that were true. Even I would probably feel a little bit more compassionate 
it. Yeah. And I can be a little bit hard about these things, like it's not right. Um, but the fact is, this isn't Les Miserables. These aren't the grapes of wrath type of crimes, you know, where people are like, I'm just desperate. I need something to eat. Um, these are full blown, a lot of organized theft. It's this is this is capitalism at its best. Yeah, right? you're you are right. Yeah, uh, when it comes to organized crime, it's like this. This is where the money is. Right. right? So you take you 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 sell it, and then somebody else sells it again. It's brilliant, right? And if you you see it working and there's no consequence, what's yeah. stopping you? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So that this really is it's a crime of opportunity, not of desperation. Because if you were desperate for food you'd get the food. Most places in, in California, there are plenty of food banks. I, I volunteer for the food bank. Food is available. We can get it to you. It, 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 even, it even shows up at, at your tent site if you're in a tent. Right? It's not that. Right? So yeah, it's often so, to happen, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the worst I've seen it. And, you know, I'm uh, born and raised San Franciscan and 32 years with our police department. We've seen the 1994 crime legislation that really came down hard on criminals, right? And then we've started to see that myth that uh, you know everybody was in jail for drugs when that wasn't true. But somewhere, somewhere, somehow, we got the idea that we need to be more fair with people who have drug problems, and let's let's make it a public health problem. Um, and then we really hit the hard harm reduction, decriminalization, everybody out of prison, COVID doubled down, everybody gets a free get out of jail pass. Where are we now? Are we, what are you seeing economic wise, financial wise? Are you starting to get pushback from commercial and for-profit um, uh, organizations saying, hey, enough of this? Are we gonna see a, a change in the pendulum to go back to a little hardline uh, criminal justice? Well, we're seeing a change in how retailers are approaching this problem. Um, and everyone's, not everyone, but we're, we're seeing um, a shift. So for example, some of the luxury retailers here in San Francisco have gone the way of, uh, of uh, places like Columbia, where you have armed guards standing outside, right? We never used to have this. Right, this, right. Is, this is a, a new phenomenon. But yeah, okay, fine. We have, we have armed guards standing in front of Louis Vuitton and Chanel. Okay, that's one shift, right? Um, is another shift to close these stores uh, and only be open to people who make an appointment? Absolutely, that's happening as well. Now that's mm. not gonna work for places like Walgreens or Safeway and, and that type of thing. But what you will have and what we are seeing is, um, unfortunately, it's, it's almost like a giving up. Like if we can't have guards, then we're just going to have to let people do what they do and have the rest of the people pay for what they pay for, right. um, which is a very depressing uh, way of looking at it. I'm hoping that the pendulum, pendulum is shifting. Uh, I believe it is. Um, I'm seeing some, some activity in that direction. I think people are really angry. This isn't something that anybody, including Gavin Newsom and local leaders, they are not effective in saying everything is fine anymore. Mm, right. People are laughing. This is a comedy now. This is this is this isn't something that um, they're being respected for at mm -hmm. this stage. So it is it is um, anybody right now who will say that crime is down. 
is up for for a, a, a strong sense of you get prepared, be prepared to be mocked because it's happening right, left and center. This has nothing to do with politics. You will see everybody go, my car was broken into when I voted for Bernie Sanders. <laughs> right? Right. So really, it, it is it is across the board. So, yeah, people are absolutely starting to get pretty fed up. Well, we're seeing the impact of these um, attitudes and philosophies with 700 overdose deaths uh, from uh, overdose of drugs on the streets in San Francisco, 700. Um, we're starting to see uh, businesses move out of San Francisco and out of California mm -hmm. altogether. Yeah. Um, a mass exodus of, of stores and retailers. Um, we're seeing um, reports that say that people out on their own recognizance, this no cash bail uh, seems to be failing with more than 55% recidivism before they ever go back to trial. And that's for those who show up back to yeah. court. So something's got to give. You said early on, be aware, be self-vigilant. Uh, but we've got a couple of recalls going on in California. And um, what's what's your uh, prediction on those? Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. A couple of, uh, God, it was about a year ago or so, I wrote, maybe not quite that, um, I wrote a big story saying that there are three, this is recall season. We've recalling the governor, we're recalling the DA, and we're recalling uh, certain members of the school board. And people were scoffing, like, I don't believe it's going to happen. Well, guess what is happening? It is, it is an almost guaranteed that our DA, Jessica Boudin, is going to be recalled. There are two separate efforts going on, and they are going like crazy. People are, I've, I've stood at the tables. I've seen people come up. I've, I've heard people say, we've got to get rid of that monster. I voted for him. I hate him. So that is almost a guarantee. Um, Gavin Newsom is being recalled. And the latest poll shows he's in major trouble. Mm. Same with the school board. So is that is that progress? Absolutely. It shows that people can only be pushed so far. And it's not. I really kind of, I hate to define this in terms of uh, political parties. To me, it's just being a human. There's only so much, a, a good city, a good community is safe, clean, and vibrant. If you're failing on all three of those counts, which unfortunately we are here, um, people change, people get mad. Mm -hmm. All of, all people do. I can't say all, virtually all people do. Sure. Right. Well, there's there's certainly a mandate. There's a, uh, a a reaction from the public. It's grassroots, and we're going to see uh, come the end of um, November what happens. Uh, how can our listeners um, uh, take a look at what you're writing these days? Where's your column? How do we find you? Well, I write for City Journal, which is one of my favorite publications. Um, in fact, I'll be tackling the the governor recall uh, soon. Um, City so Journal from the Manhattan Institute. Yes, yes. Okay. Um, but come to me, I, I'd say the best way to connect with me is on Twitter, Erica J. Sandberg. Um, I'm really responsive. My DMs are open. So come on and ask me any question. And um, you know what's another piece of good news, just real quickly, is that I used to get a lot of hate mail. I used to get a lot of people going, oh my gosh, who? how could you say these things? And you know, you should, you should stop. I never get it anymore, ever. And that's not an invitation to get it. <laughs> but it, to me, if, if you read the room and you're you're kind of like, this is interesting. Um, yeah, it's just I I feel like things are changing 
in a positive direction. So I'm super excited. So come on over to Twitter and, and join me. And I, I love good conversation. Okay, awesome. Well, thanks so much for being on the show. We're going to keep an eye on the pulse of what's happening here. And uh, we're going to get the updates from you. Thank you so much. Thanks, Jim. Well, great, great talking with you. And to our listeners, thanks again for listening. Uh, what do you think? Is this just happening out in the left side of the country, uh, out of uh, California? Or have you seen something similar? And are you seeing a grassroots uh, reaction from from the communities? Um, thanks for listening. Drop us an email, drop us a note. Uh, I'll be happy to get back with you at policingmatters at police1.com. Shoot us an email at policingmatters at police1.com. And if you're enjoying the show, leave us a good rating on Apple Podcasts and tell your friends about us. All right, thanks for listening. Stay safe and we'll be talking with you real soon. Take good care. <laughs>